I'm Dave Nordman, executive editor of the Telegram Gazette, uh, joined, uh, as always, on this Voice of Business by Tim Murray, CEO and president of the Worcester Regional Chamber of Commerce. Welcome, Tim. Well, Dave, thank you for, for having us. We appreciate the partnership with the Telegram to be able to bring the Voice of Business uh, to our listeners, as well as our sponsors who make it happen, Worcester Regional Airport and Fidelity Bank. Um, it's uh, It's been a couple of weeks since you and I talked, uh, and it seems like um, every week that goes by, maybe every day that goes by, <laughs> uh, there's a new development. There's, there's always something to talk about, uh, obviously on the health front, but also um, just as important on the uh, on the business front. Yeah, a lot, a lot happening. Uh, last week, we uh, had our quarterly breakfast club featuring the city manager, and he talked a lot about the city's experiences, you know, uh, over the past three months with the COVID-19 situation from a health perspective, uh, his stewardship, you know, working closely with the mayor and the council and others uh, of the city uh, in that regard. And then uh, the mayor's recently announced Worcester Economic Recovery Committee, which will help uh, try to help businesses with the reopening uh, and uh, the reopening phases. And right now we're we're dealing with a lot of the restaurant stuff, which I know we'll, we'll probably get to. But yeah, talk uh, about talk about this. I mean, the city manager obviously has some good insights and in, in your takeaways from that uh, from that talk. Well, you know, I think the city is going to try and has been as flexible as as they reasonably can under a lot of the guidelines that have been put out. Uh, expediting the planning board has been meeting, I think now three times, three times, just, uh, they met three times the last week, I believe, to expedite some of the outdoor seating plans for our restaurants and businesses. Uh, I mean, License Commission, um, in yeah. filming this on Monday, they met this morning um, and, and, and um, loosened up and, and gave some more uh, guidance and and leeway on, on outdoor dining. So, yeah, I mean, every day it seems like they're doing something else. Yeah, and, that, and that's critical. Time is money, and we've lost a lot of time with businesses being closed. So whatever they can do to maximize uh, revenue opportunities for the summer and doing it in a safe way. So that's that's been really important. I think the city also nearly 200 grants, um, probably the, I think the first in the state to utilize some of the federal block grant money that came with the CARES program and doled out nearly 200 business resiliency grants, $2,500, $5,000, $10,000 to help Worcester businesses during that patch. So that, I think, shows uh, you know an effort to try to be uh, – uh, you know, helpful, uh, and and that's going to need to continue as the city contemplates a whole variety of policies and things. Yeah, and uh, I think uh, you know, in hearing, and we all hear a lot of things, and uh, with all the uh, with all the bad comes some good, and um, the people enjoying themselves eating outdoors, and some of the things that uh, maybe the outdoor dining experience, uh, maybe something like some of these. Um, hopefully temporary uh, measures can turn into um, permanent measures, and maybe they're finding things that work in the long term as well. Yeah, I mean, the question is, you know, with the COVID-19, a lot less people out, a lot less travel, Zoom, less reliance on the automobile. So is that an opportunity? Is that a pattern that will continue for the foreseeable future? Uh, the conversion of parking lots into uh, outdoor dining, uh, encouraging people to walk, to, to bike, to maybe park and then walk and have a set of experiences. So we've seen that. And uh, one of our members, Piccolo's, was featured uh, by NBC10. They did mm -hmm. a whole series of, uh, uh, you know, about the Worcester reopening and, and featured Piccolo's. He converted his bark 
back parking lot to outdoor dining. Thursday, the chamber with our 360 Facebook Live uh, went down on Thursday when Paul Barber and the Flying Rhino opened up, and we had a chance to interview Paul and uh, see literally uh, through the Facebook Live his outdoor dining, which was converting part of his parking lot and sidewalk. Um, and it was mob people, you know, using it. So I, if people have a choice in nice weather, spring, summer, parts of the fall, and weather permitting, they want to be outside. Right, absolutely. And uh, so, I mean, kind of, which uh, brings me uh, to our to our next subject, which is, um, you know, the things that um, that you're hearing from the chamber. You're talking about restaurants, but obviously, um, it goes beyond um, restaurant dining. Um, you know, there are other businesses that are, that are, um, that are challenged as well. And, and, and what is the city manager doing, uh, in, in the chamber as well to, um, to help those folks out? Yeah. Well, uh, you know, retail, uh, opening up now, uh, trying to, uh, you know, get, uh, similar to the restaurants, get a routine, you know, and, and getting people back to work is a part of that. And that's been a, been a challenge, uh, for those that laid off and who are unemployment, um, you know, with the extra $600, uh, a week, that, that is something that, you know, many of our members have, and, and the bu- other businesses have said has been kind of a challenge in getting, encouraging people to come back to work. Um, so that, that is one piece, the whole, uh, issue around accessing page, uh, personal paycheck, all the, all the <laughs> ac- acronyms are screwing me up, but PPE, uh, personal protective equipment, uh, under the new protocols, making sure that, People come in, got their masks on, but if they don't, you know, you want to discourage the business. So maybe you can provide them if they forgot it or thought they had it in their pocket and didn't. So it's helping access the access to the PPE, which we have shared with our members, uh, and and right now during this crisis, non-members who are helping. We provided a list this past week of all of our member manufacturers and distributors who have access to PPE that uh, or sell selling PPE that businesses may need access to. I mean, you're hearing from um, you, we talk about this every week, but yeah, you you always make the point of you're helping not only the uh, the members but the non-members as well, and you must you must hear from them often. Yeah, well, it, it's a part of our you know uh, our larger mission is to the broader business community around economic development and jobs and advocacy and. We are an organization. It's um, you know, where members pay their dues, and and uh, that's how how we we you know our organization survives. But in this moment of crisis, we felt it was important. Our board, uh, an executive board, uh, we made the decision to open up our service, and we'll we'll continue to do so. You know, likely through the end of the year, uh, as we hopefully begin to rebound, get through these phases and and the various bumps. Well, let's take uh, let's stop there. Take a quick break. Um, a lot of other things to talk about. We'll be right back. Subscribe to Telegram.com to stay up to date on your business news from in and around central Massachusetts and have that news delivered to your inbox every day by subscribing to our Business at Noon newsletter. Worcester is growing, and so is Telegram.com. All right, we're back. Uh, Tim, before we uh, before we went on break, uh, we talked a little bit about helping the uh, the members as well as the non-members and the chamber um, you know, continues to do a great job of um, of offering programming, and I know it's not easy, right? Um, you know, uh, Zoom. Uh, I don't think anybody knew what Zoom was. Uh, <laughs> no TV show a few months ago, but now Zoom is uh, is a way of life and probably uh, a way for the future um, that we for all of us. But the chamber has done a great job staying in contact and continuing to inform its 
uh, its members in, um, you know, throughout this crisis. Yeah, we've received a lot of positive feedback from our members and, and non-members alike in terms of us getting out timely information. This has been a very fluid situation, rapidly changing. So we are very aggressive in trying to understand how that affects businesses, uh, interpret sometimes government speak and get it out to our members. Uh, and just had a phone call the other day and somebody who said how I wanted to say thank you and appreciative of the information, how timely it's been and could uh, could present the material in a way that a, a business, uh, particularly a small business owner, could understand. Uh, so that's what we're trying to do. And we've been doing it through a variety of different ways. This this uh, segment with you on, the, on, on the, the Voice of Business is a piece of that through our social media, through Facebook, um, LinkedIn, you know, Twitter, Instagram, whatever we can do to get, get the word out, um, but also through our special edition emails. We were doing them daily. Now we're doing them on an as-needed basis, getting out information to, to members and, and businesses alike right now uh, about anything that's kind of happening. And right now we've been focused on some of the modifications to the Paycheck Protection Program, which make it more... Uh, Easy. It, make it, it makes it easier for a business potentially to have that loan turned into a grant. So we focused on that. Um, we've worked on the reopening and the phases and trying to get clarification around different sectors in that, re, in that respect. And then next month is majority leader in the Senate, Mitch McConnell, has indicated that there's not likely – the Senate's not likely to take up the, the bill that was passed in the Congress, which would be a further federal bill to help and respond to the COVID-19 crisis. He's indicating that Senate won't take that up till July. So I assume some, we'll have a week in July when we'll be engaged with our federal legislative delegation looking to get information out and the information on a final product. Yeah. And uh, so it's a lot of wait and see. But like you said, the chamber is not waiting and seeing. You're kind of tackling this thing head on. That's right. That's right. And uh, so, kind of shifting gears from uh, from a serious subject to a uh, to something a little bit more fun. I understand the chambers uh, planning a, uh, a a golf tournament. Uh, yeah. Well, you mentioned Dave. We've been doing a lot of our traditional programming, moving that vir- online and virtually. Uh, a lot of it through Zoom, uh, Zoom, Zoom webinars. Um, we're going to do our business after hours on June 18th, our second one. We're going to do that via Zoom virtually. So what you're telling me is this isn't going to be a golf simulator experience? No. Uh, it's we are, it's we're, fresh air and green grass? We are going live. We Our, our annual Bill Short Classic Golf Tournament at uh, Charter Oaks in Hudson, and this is the second year we've done it, and they did a phenomenal job wel- welcoming us last year and um, making our members and guests uh, feel like uh, a million bucks, and, and they are. Um, we had a great event. The weather cooperated. Knock on wood, it'll cooperate again on the 22nd. We uh, capped it this year because of social distancing, so we're sold out. Uh, so if anyone wanted to golf, they, they, they would have to cart. There's no more. They'd have to uh, do a hand cart because the golf carts are all being utilized. So we're really excited. It'll get a chance for people to connect outside in, in a safe way. Uh, so it's a sense that we're getting back to normal. Right. And speaking of getting back to normal, um, you know, I was out this weekend. Um, I had a nice meal uh, outside. And uh, it is nice to see as the weather warms up and the outdoor dining starts and the retail shops open up, things, uh, they're not back to normal, but it's its nice to see. You never never thought I'd say I'd like to see traffic, but it's nice to see people out there. Yeah, there's definitely an uptick, and it's really important, you know, as we go out, whether it be outdoor dining or just even 
people go out to enjoy the weather and, and exercise, that we continue to embrace those best practices from a health perspective because we saw some of the states, particularly down south, which opened up without any protocols in place being, uh, you know, being encouraged, yeah, being yeah. encouraged by their leaders to engage in social distancing. We're seeing spikes all over the place uh, down in many of the southern states. So uh, I think it's important that as we anxious as we are to get out there and do it, that we really try to do it in a way that embraces all the elements of social distancing and wearing our, our face, our, our masks uh, so that we don't have these spikes and we can stay open permanently. Yeah, and I thought um, Lieutenant Governor Polito is is she's gone out of her way to to really in in the chamber and and folks around here as well, just saying you know now's your really your opportunity to 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 support local, eat local, shop local, um, stay local. Not only does it help uh, with the spread of the virus, uh, but it also supports the local business community as well. Yeah, that's it. Uh, to the extent, you know, everyone's personal situation is different, family situation, business situation is different. But to the extent that there is dis- discretion, uh, discretionary spending, or you've got discretion as to how and where and who you can do business with, whatever we can do to stay local, you know, is absolutely critical. And, you know, sometimes, unfortunately, it takes a crisis like this to reinforce how important, say, for example, local supply chains are, whether it be manufacturing personal protective equipment or uh, ventilators, as we've seen, how uh, you know, how we need to be able to make things in Massachusetts and in the United States again. Again, how important local food supply chains are, you know, uh, you know, food supply is critical. Uh, so when there are major shutdowns, we know that we can source locally. And then local news. Uh, it's, you know, it's great to have all these, you know, Washington pundits and, you know, national reporters. But most people care what's happening on the ground. And that's where the work that you and the Telegram have done has been, I think, uh, reinforced that. Uh, you know, some others who locally as well, people like, you know, Hank Stoltz and Ben, you know, uh, those things are critical in moments like this so that people can understand, okay, it's an international situation with national implications, but how is it affecting us here in Worcester and Central Mass? Absolutely. And I, uh, and uh, a good segue, and I'll, I'll just plug, I mean, you're not going to find in the Washington Post if um, about the Corner Grill, uh, you know, choosing to close or, or the Boulevard Diner putting a tent outside, right? You're not going to find that on the national news, but that's what people locally care about because, you know, nothing... I was just saying this to my to my crew a little while ago. Nothing says Worcester more than a, a diner having outdoor seating. I mean, outdoor seating, right? And uh, but you drive, you know, you drive down and you see the Boulevard Diner with the tent going up outside. You're like, you know, it's uh, that's quintessential Worcester. And um, but uh, I appreciate the plug. No, well, it's it's uh, it's important, and you know, good times. Uh, you you maybe take it for granted, but it's moments like this that reinforces. Uh, how critical it is. Well, good luck on the golf course. <laughs> have you been out yet? <laughs> I have not been out yet. So we'll uh, get, get a little, little, uh, little oil lube and get out there. And uh, uh, I don't, uh, I don't want to be the group in front of you, yeah. or the group beside you, or to the left or the I'll bring, right. I'll bring a few extra, uh, 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 few golf balls in case we uh, send them into the woods. There you go. That's Tim Murray, CEO and President of the Worcester Regional Chamber of Commerce. I'm Dave Nordman, Executive Editor of the Telegram Gazette. Tim will do it again next week. Great.